You're now listening to the Alignment Queen Show with your host, Melaine Lee Butler. Melaine is an alignment master coach supporting leaders to truly transform their business and life through the modality of human design. In her show, you will meet international speakers and leaders that will support you in understanding the importance of alignment for success in all areas of your life. So get ready to be blown away as we dive into the show. Hello, you guys. Welcome back. Today, my guest, River, I am so excited to have you here. Do you want to share a little bit with the audience who you are, what you're up to in the world, what are you creating over in your world? And, you know, you guys, this is all about alignment and human design and all the things in between. River happens to be one of the rarer types as a manifester, 8% of the population. So I'm excited to get her perspective, her insight, her intake on different things in life. But before we go into that, do you want to just share with the audience who you are, what you're up to? What are you creating over there? Sure. Thanks so much for having me. And so nice to meet you if you're listening. I am an energy healer and mindset coach. I am also uh, a four, six. So I've spent most of my life in my three and I've just tried absolutely everything. And I've, I've tried over 84 healing modalities. So I've really, and I've trained in 25 of them. So I just keep trying things and doing all the hard stuff so that my clients don't have to, because I believe in healing painlessly. And so I don't think that the pain is necessary. So I just really have prioritized what actually works and is fun and gentle and we laugh. So, uh, that's part of it. Um, and then yes, I am a manifester. So I've spent a good chunk of my life in generator envy. And I've also spent a long time uh, perhaps acting a bit like a manifesting uh, generator because I've had so many different careers. So uh, yeah, it's it's quite interesting uh, being an eight percenter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. That's so interesting because I feel like as a generator, I spent most of my life in manifester energy. I've so heard that from other people. I'm, I'm yeah. like, I don't, I don't think you know what that means. <laughs> Well, I think what happens for a lot of generators is because we attach a lot of our worthiness around, and this isn't, I like to say these energy types aren't in like silos from each other. There's always like the tapestry of each energy type is interweaving and there's overlap. And just because one person's signature is satisfaction doesn't mean the rest of the energy types can't find satisfaction. It just means that that's how that one energy type knows, like a generator. But a lot of generators, because they attach their worthiness to productivity mm-hmm. and they can tend to lean to like workaholism, they'll drop out of the, let me lean back to wait to respond mm-hmm. and they'll drop into the shit's not happening. I'm scared. I'm nervous. Let me make it happen. And they'll start to push, initiate, inform, tell people what to do, which is more of a manifester energy. Although... And I'm, I'm open to hear what you have to say about it because you're living it. Um, as a manifester, I think the harmony that you guys get to find is, yes, I get to inform and initiate, but it doesn't have to be aggressive. I can find a feminine kind of flow in my life as well. Yes, yes. I I see that a lot because, you know, I 
you know, have a business background. I used to be a management consultant. So I workaholism is something that I'm very familiar with. And I just really wish that I could work as hard as generators do, you know, and I would, I would work as hard as generators did. And I would just burn out every day instead of, you know, every six months, like the generators would do. Um, (laughs) and yeah, informing is gosh, you know, when I talk to generators, they tell me how much they love responding. And when I talk to other manifestors, I think most of us really do not like informing. Um, that's not, that's not a joy. And that's something that I really have to force myself to do because my inclination is Mm. figure everything out, make it really perfect, put a bow on it, and then maybe share it with people. And as you can imagine, most people don't like that. They really want to be let in a lot earlier in the process. And that's something that I've been uncomfortable with. So informing is, is one of those like boulders that I'm still trying to, to work out and being like, okay, yes, I will. I will tell you a little bit about my process. So interesting. I love that for one design, like the Achilles heel is actually the other designs shining moment. And another design doesn't like something. And it's so interesting to see the different dichotomy that's going on amongst the energy types. And as a manifestor, yeah, like to inform, I can understand how that could be something that is part of like leaning into higher levels of your leadership or stepping in, rising to a challenge almost. Whereas for us, we're like, oh, I wish we could do that. And you're like, (laughs) not all it's cracked out to be over here in manifestor world. So fascinating. Yeah. And it's because, you know, we, our aura is repelling, which is just a lovely thing to tell another human, you know, your aura is repelling. So, um, people can't read us. And what I've heard about that is the universe also can't read us. So we need to inform everyone. Mm -hmm. We need to inform other people. We need to inform the universe and say, listen, these are my plans. These are my desires. This is where I'm going. And for most manifestors I've talked to, that's not a natural process. That's actually quite uncomfortable. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, it's, it's just interesting. That's so interesting to hear. Yeah. I say to manifestors, like you have a selective aura. So it's very selective on when, where, who you let in, who you don't, but it can come off really cold and repelling when it's someone that you're, that, you know, isn't needed for like your life path purpose, whatever. <laughs> and so it could come off like, but, but really it's just a selection of what's wanted and needed. And the selection process happens when you are really clear and articulate, this is what I need. This is what I want. But also, you know, we come from a paradigm and which is slowly shifting into a newer paradigm, the cross of the Maya in 2027 of parents, right? Child's wrong. Teacher, right? Student, wrong government right people wrong you know and so we've had this like dichotomy of do what they say and a lot of what they're saying isn't supportive of manifestors no absolutely not uh we are we are the stubborn anti-authority folks that kind of just (laughs) do our own thing and then don't tell anyone and other people get mad at us about it and yes i have heard uh that our repelling aura could also be called discerning because For over a lot of people. So I know a lot of manifestors who do mask and I certainly do every now and then, um, or a lot, um, you know, if you mask, it's different because you can't really tell, but if you don't, a lot of people do have a love hate relationship, uh, with manifestors, which is 
not within the same person, but it's like, either you're like, yes, this person's for me or you're like, no, not really. Um, so for me personally, I've had so many people say, I was just drawn to you. You know, I just, I just love being in your energy. It lights me up, it energizes you. And then, you know, plenty of other people that are just like, bye. So, so that's that discerning, that's that discerning energy. But yes, um, in terms of following the rules, following checklists and play-by-play strategies, that are primarily written by and designed for generators mm. tends to not work for manifestors. So yeah. if I'm in a program and they say, just follow these exact steps and you'll have perfect success, it's probably not going to happen. It's probably not going to happen for me. And it's probably not going to happen for, for other uh, manifestors as well, because we're, we're supposed to do our own thing. I, and I like to say, cause I come from years of, and I also have a three in my profile. Well, you have a six, which operates as a three for half your life. My three yeah. operates. I'm on the roof right now. I'm just, I'm just chilling, <laughs> trying to learn from all my lessons. Yeah, exactly. Making new well, lessons. Like, my three never changes. So like I'm <laughs> to win it forever, at least this lifetime. And so I get when you say, oh, I've tried all the things the trial and error process is so important for us as threes or sixes in your profile. And I have found even through my own trial and error process as a generator, that step-by-step formulaic ways of doing things have never worked for me either, which is why I love doing the work that I do around human design to help people find their true North, Mm -hmm. find what feels good for them. And then here's Here's the buffet of tools. Choose what feels good for you and map that on. Not this one way to get to the top. Because yeah, because with generators, you know, I mean, I, tell me if I'm wrong, you're a generator, but, but I believe you're supposed to be like lit all the way up. And if you're not lit all the way up by someone else's checklist or strategy, that, that's just not going to work. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. And the, and the issue is for generators being lit all the way up, manifesting generators being lit all the way up, if they're not, and then they say yes, when it's a no, that shit gets hella messy, hella fast. And the <laughs> results are sparse and few between. And the manifestors are over there mapping it on as well. Doesn't feel good. They're getting angry. They're like, fuck this leader that I'm following. They don't know <laughs> what they're talking about, but they do, but just not, it's just not for you. I, right. I as a child knew that I'm like, mm, this doesn't really make sense. Like, how is there only one way? It doesn't feel like there's only one way to do something. It just never really made sense to me. So I'm sure the same thing was going on with you as a kid. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's hard to say what's what because I think everything's so intertwined. Um, but uh, my Mars is in Aquarius. And so the way I do things is just the complete opposite of, of what any rational human would do. And so the, just that rebel, not really paying attention to authority has just been so such a part of me. Um, and you know, I've tried to play the role. I've tried to mask, I've tried to emulate generators and, you know, just double down and force myself to, to do all the right things. Um, but for me, that just results in burnout. Um, so it's, it's not super effective. I mean, it can be for short stints, but it's, it's really like a sprint, not a marathon for me. And long-term that, that hasn't really worked out. Yeah. And that's true. I think that and projectors can get into this predicament as well, where they try to emulate generators, especially if they have a motor center to find like the solar plexus or something, and they'll try to emulate. And then they burn out as well, because Walsh as a manifester, you do have a motor center 
you don't have the sustainable energy like a generator or a mani gen, which I get can be a little bit disheartening because you're like, I want to, but I really need to prioritize my fucking nap right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And what I'm learning, which is uh, disheartening, but feels true is that the rest cycle for manifestors is really unpredictable. So it's not like, oh, you can rest for an hour or three days. It's like, you might rest for five years. <laughs> and it's like, oh gosh, <laughs> like when can I be, you know, and I'm, I feel like I'm in a rest cycle right now and I'm on the roof because that's my sixth phase. And so I'm like, okay, when do I return to society? Like I, I did notice a very specific mm -hmm. departure from a certain society as soon as I turned 30. And I was like, and I didn't know about human mm -hmm. design yet. And so after I learned about human design, I was like, oh, I'm on the roof. Okay. Interesting. Do I have to be up here for 20 years? Like, can I come down? Can I come say hi to people? Um, so, so yeah, it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's different. Yeah, that's fascinating. I love the analogy. I love analogies for people that are learning about their human design or understanding how to best support themselves in their life. Because at the end of the day, I'm like, look, life is life. And these tools, like you're like, I've experienced 90 billion healing modalities, got certified in like a half million of them. And here I am to share with you, you don't have to do all of these things. You could just do it this way right. or this way. This could help yeah. you more. And I just sit... And at the end of the day, life, life's people, people find what works for you. Find what your true North is. Find what alignment. Cause a lot of people are like, I hate the word alignment. And I'm like, well, stop using the definition that doesn't serve you. Mm. I hate the word. Da, da, da. I'm like, yeah, but you're mapping on someone else's truth as though it's your own. Find your truth. Find your, I'm up on the roof exploring what has just happened over the past, whatever years from my six acting like a three. And when I'm ready, I'm going to join society. But for now, I'm going to do everything I need to do up here because I have my laptop. Yeah. And I, I only have three defined centers. Um, and, you know, it's um, I'm emotional authority. And then it's my my throat and my ajna. So, like, I'm supposed to, you know, be thinking all these unique thoughts and then telling them to people. Um, yeah. And that requires a lot of distance, um, you know, which my introvert self is very happy with. But, you know, the rest of me is like, okay but, but, but I want to be a workaholic generator. Like, that's what I want to do. Like, I, I like achieving things. That's awesome. Um, but it, it does, it does require that distance. And for me, alignment is, I feel fully in my integrity that this is my truth. And it's something that feels so solid to me that if I'm attacked on all sides by it, which happens when you say weird things, I mean, I still stand by it, you know, like this is, this is something that's true. This is something that's good for the world. This is something that does not harm and it might activate people. It might make people angry because it makes them, you know, question things and expand their minds, which can be really uncomfortable, but this is something that is for the higher good and it is in my integrity and it's true. And that's what, that's, what's alignment to me. Yeah. I love that. I love that. I have, I don't have a defined Ajna. And I'm not a manifester, but I have the five in my profile that I'm a three, five and the five is the heretic and naturally a very triggering, fiery, spicy energy in the five line. And, you know, the heretic basically posts their truths up on the church door, stands by them, even if they're going to get burnt at the stake. So there's like that going on, that dynamic going on of, I always knew truths that I have and things that I stand for. And I also have an undefined throat. So it's like, I stand up for 
others and speak up for others. So if I see something, I have gates and channels and all the shit backing this stuff up as well. So if I see something, I can't like help myself, but to say, oh my God, that's so wrong. We need to do it this way. And it's not always the most accepted thing that's coming through, but it's the thing that needs to be said. And that can be really, I don't like to use the word hard. I like, I'd like to say it's just challenging. So I find alignment is staying true, even in those moments, like you were just saying, that it'd be easier not to, that it'd be easier to like back down or just be liked or just appease or whatever, but actually to activate your leadership and your bravery and to be like, I'm fucking going to say it because if I don't, it's not going to feel good for me. And I know that when I'm not feeling good, it's, it's lose, lose for everyone. That sounds, when you're talking though, that sounds so aligned though as a generator, right? If you are responding to other people's truths and saying, yes, I agree. I'm championing that they started something. I'm going to finish it. I mean, that sounds very much in purpose. Totally. Totally. A lot of times I'm not championing the mainstream idea though, which can be challenging, you know? Well, of course, if you were championing the mainstream, <laughs> it wouldn't need championing. <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. I was just telling a story on my mastermind that I had before this or my masterclass that I had before this about, I walked into preschool where my sons go and my son was sitting on a chair and the teachers were like standing over him with their hands on their hips kind of like with this very scolding negative energy, not positive and negative or relative, but like disempowering, you know, it felt like he was in trouble. And as someone with an open solar plexus, I was like feeling all the feels. I'm going to have to speak up. Not so delicious because all of my stuff starts coming up. Right. And I'm like, no, this isn't about you. This is about your son. And so I had a conversation with them around um, yeah. So the situation that you just set up looks like Jack's in trouble. Is he in trouble? No, he's not in trouble. Okay. So we get to do this differently next time. And this beautiful conversation unfolded, but it's like that, like, that's the edge. I think people think that there's going to be these big leadership moments where you get to activate your truth or stay in alignment with who you are, but it's like those small little opportunities, you know? Absolutely. I mean, I don't think, uh, you know, these big hero moments are very sustainable or necessary. I think it's all the micro moments that actually make serious change. hundred percent. Yes. <laughs> uh, so tell us a little bit more about the work that you do in the world. What modality of healing is your favorite? And do you think supports people the most like general population the most? Is there one? No. Is- <laughs> yes. So I would say there's, there's two things that I do and I do them for different purposes. So one is rapid resolution therapy by Dr. John Connolly. If you haven't heard of this yet, you will, it's the hottest new thing that's taking over all of coaching and therapy. Um, and basically if you have a specific problem, we will just solve it in a single session. That's how that works. Also I do energy work. Um, and this is Akashic records healing. Uh, a lot of people do readings in the records. I just do healing. Um, I do other types of energy work as well. Um, some karmic imprints, things like that. And I would say this is more for holistic chronic, uh, things that no one has ever been able to work with. 
that's what I find it really useful for. So I have a special fondness for the people who have been called resistant or who have slipped through the cracks. That's why I've studied so many different modalities because I've noticed with each modality that I study, it works for some people and then not others. And then mm-hmm. those people it doesn't work for, even if they're not being actively blamed by you know whoever runs it, which often does happen. But even if they're not, they might blame themselves and say, oh, I'm broken. I can't be fixed. There's something wrong with me. Like nothing's ever going to work for me. And I've just always disagreed with that. And I'm like, nope, there's another way, you know, there's, there's all these different, um, you know, it's like, it's like a keyhole. We just have to find the right key to hit that hole. So that's why I learned all these other ones so that no matter who it is, we can do something. Um, and so that's where some of the more holistic, just, um, uh, yeah, I would say just general up, uh, up loving, up leveling <laughs> modalities <laughs> go into that. Um, and I specifically yeah. use energy work, um, for manifestation as well. I use it as essentially an accelerator that anything that was already happening for you just happens a lot faster. That's I how love, I like to do it. I love that. Love. Yeah. I've, and this new healing mode or this, uh, new way of doing therapy. I haven't heard of this guy. So this is interesting. I'm like, oh, well. Yeah, I'm happy to connect to you and any of your listeners. Um, you are very invited. Uh, Dr. John Connolly does uh, a free session every Monday. Um, you can go to rapidresolutiontherapy.com um, mm-hmm. and look for solutions. It's called Solutions. It's every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern. It is free and you can just come in and see some of what that is like. And then if you want a session with someone, you can reach out to anyone who does rapid resolution therapy. Amazing. All of this stuff, you guys, will be in the show notes as well. So we'll have the links to everything that River's talking about, as well as all her goodness and where to find her and where to hang out with her and where to where to find where she'll be informing you of what she does. <laughs> I'll do my best to inform. I'm working on it. It's it's a She's work in progress. <laughs> progress, not perfection, you know? Progress. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so what would you say to someone if they were struggling finding their true north or their alignment as a manifester, what would be something that you'd want to know prior to really understanding your unique human design? You already know. If you're a manifester, you already know what your truth is. And when you hear it from someone else, it's not going to feel like new information. It's going to feel like a remembering because part of your soul has already known it all the time. So when you have that guide, have that person who tells you something, you just kind of relax into it and you exhale and you're like, right. I remember, even if you've never heard anyone say it in that way before, it's not new information for you because you already know. Mm. Mic drop. (laughs) (laughs) So good. Where can people find more about you of you be informed of your goodness? Sure. So I'm most active on Instagram. You can find me at infinite liminal space. Uh, cause I love to talk about nuances and in between black and white and all the murky things that are the opposite of hot takes and clickbait, you know, the, the, <laughs> the messy middle that that's where I'm at. Um, and my website is infinite and happy to connect with you anywhere. And I believe there's a free gift, um, yes. a meditation for physical healing. Um, if you're interested in that and yes, I'm looking forward to you, uh, chatting with you, meeting with you. Amazing. Amazing. Thanks for coming on and talking about all things manifester and all things in between. (laughs) Yes. Thanks so much for having me.
You're so welcome. Until next time, you guys have an amazing rest of your day. Bye for now.